0: Listening to the Photo Bomb Podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary.
1: Welcome to the Photo Bomb Podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry, and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Hello! And I have to tell you what I saw the other day. Okay. I uh, mentioned this on an earlier podcast uh-huh. uh, that. Um, I am I am fascinated by the roadside memorials that we see now that get popped up and the pinwheels on the side of the road and people when some there's been an accident and someone puts a thing on the side of the road. Yeah. So there's very one sad. That, there's one that I pass all the time. Yes, very sad. Not at all funny, but I think it's funny. So anyway, the, there's one that I pass all the time and, and they keep adding to it and there's like you know, there's there's pinwheels, which I find interesting because
0: it's kind of a festive thing a pinwheel i think that if nobody died in car accidents the pinwheel uh, companies would be out of business
1: (laughs) that's true when have you ever seen a pinwheel anywhere now but that's where you see them okay but here's the best part it's i pass this all the time and now they've added a little bench okay but it's okay you remember in spinal tap when they did stonehenge yeah and the stonehenge came down from the ceiling and it was like very, very tiny, yeah. and, and he said, you know, we had a Stonehenge monument in danger of being trampled by a dwarf. It's like that. <laughs> it's the smallest little bench you ever saw in your life. It looks like you really, and and I just, I'm fascinated by the idea that someone said, you know what we need there by the side of the road? A bench. A tiny bench. A tiny bench, in case anyone wants to stop and sit next to the pinwheel. I, I, I don't, I, I just. to reflect.
0: Moments of quiet quiet contemplation. I don't understand it. You know what's one of the funniest things I've ever seen is one of those internet memes, and it's like a roadkill, and somebody ties like a get well soon balloon to their hand, (laughs) and it's like (laughs) a a dead raccoon with a balloon that says get well soon (laughs) My
1: (laughs) my favorite one was the cat that had been run over, and someone had actually put a sign on the side of the road with an arrow that said free cat. (laughs) <laughs> this is a free cat, right there, free cat in the middle of the road. That was my favorite. So we
0: have a, a guest today. We do, in fact. And you can hear guest. her lurking around in the audio uh, shadows back there. She is. Um, if there is a, uh, a photographer with a slowly growing, not slowly, with a massively growing cult following of photographers, right? It is our next, uh, our guest today, uh, Megan DePiero. Thanks for being here, Megan.
2: Thank you. I want a cult following. Way to open the call with such joy, with a roadkill and. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I just, I, 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 just I, every every
1: week, every week I take my daughter piano and I drive past this thing and it gets bigger and more festive. And, I,
0: you know what's next It's gonna be like a pinata. Every si- ever since he's had cancer, Megan, he's, he's just been really <laughs> dark. He's been dark. He's, 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 the darkness has taken over. Okay. Now, I wanted you to be on the show for a couple of reasons. One, you're an awesome photographer. You're a cool person to talk to. And, but the main reason is I just have to know what hair product you're using.
2: Oh, my God. I'm just kidding.
0: That's not why I want you here. But we'll talk about it later. No, you have one of the coolest business models right now. You are doing some really cool stuff to where you tell people what you're doing in your business right now, and they almost call you a liar to your face. Like, that's how crazy successful you are right now and you've just come off a very big month you got a lot of stuff going on and I wanted to touch on that a little bit as well as add you as our sort of third commentator to all the other useless crap that we talk about while we're here so let's just dive right in with you what's going on with you Megan what's what's happening
2: what's happening well okay so the big stuff that people call me a liar about is um you know I'll have like a six thousand dollar beauty portrait sale or um, I just had a six thousand five hundred dollar headshot sale. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait! A six thousand five hundred dollar headshot sale. What was it? Who was the client? Like, what was the headshot for? Just a business headshot?
2: This was actually it wasn't as great as it sounds, but this is for an office. So I'm photographing their office, and we do very long sessions where we have hair and makeup artists, and they do multiple wardrobe changes. And, um, so we're photographing their whole office, but my current highest sale for headshots is 3,200 for an individual.
0: That's, that's really high yeah. considering that, you know, most people are getting like maybe a couple of hundred bucks here and there. It's like, I, yep. I'm really interested in what, what does somebody get and what are you doing? First of all, let's answer this question. What are you doing differently um, that makes your headshot sessions have the value for those clients and what the heck are you giving them for $3,200? <laughs>
2: well, what they're getting, let's start with that. They, um, so I have a collection of 10 images at 1500 or 20 images at 2790 and then they can add on if they want. So um, so what they're typically getting... That's just getting
0: digital images?
2: It's digital plus print. So okay. I insist that every client gets prints Um, they always tell me, no, no, I don't need it, but I just include it because I really believe in the value of a print and that it's art that we're creating, even if it's just a headshot. So they do get the print plus high-res digital. And then um, as far as what they get that's different from another headshot photographer is that we do, it's all about service, so it's gonna be Style and concept consultation. I go to their home, we go into their closet together, we pick out about five outfits for their shoot, and um, we plan, we call it style and concept because we're planning the look of their shoot and we like it to look nothing like olin mills so we want to be um modern contemporary and suit the branding they have and create like the look that they want um you know sometimes we'll even collaborate as far as hey do we want to bring in furniture or props or you know how do we want to make this look Um, but mostly it's just our natural light studio and um and we just shoot so much variety and I do shoot personal portraits for people during every headshot session so that kind of helps up the sale and I feel like hey if you're already in hair and makeup and you look awesome why not have a portrait for your husband too so, so we- you're
0: talking about you're mixing almost like a modern beauty glamour session with a professional headshot yeah mm-hmm. so you're basically just giving them all this this stuff they come in for professional headshot and they're leaving with a bunch of stuff it sounds to me like if if you make them look good and feel good that there's no way that they're not going to get those photos right
2: oh yeah i never have um a custom session where people come in and don't get at least 10 pictures so
0: that's yeah. absolutely awesome now what tell i uh, you say you're working from a natural light studio are you in a uh, retail studio or are you working from your home studio
2: Is a home studio,
0: yep. And so what's the setup like? Because I'm really fascinated, like, uh, with people who bring clients into their home. And and obviously to get the numbers that you're getting. And obviously everybody's going to be in a different market. You're in Fort Myers area in Florida. So this Mm -hmm. isn't, like, necessarily – this isn't, you know – the um, the upper west side of Manhattan. These are not necessarily you're in an area full of people with all this money. You're in a pretty middle class zone of the state, right. and mm-hmm. so I I have to think that you're giving them some kind of really killer experience to where when it's time for the wallet to come out, they're just they're just throwing the credit card down. What are you doing to make it amazing for them?
2: i think it's really because i worried about that too i'm like oh it's in my home and like um you know we're not in a very affluent community where my studio is i mean it isn't a good city fort myers is a good city but um but I was like, "Oh no! If it's gonna be at my home, how am I gonna make it nice?" So we kind of overcompensated by making it as nice as we could. Like we put a bunch of money into landscaping, and um, you know the decor is very nice and soothing. Uh, it's about half of our house is the studio, and um, we I like the natural light actually better than. Using studio light I do bring studio light When I go on location But um, the natural light Feels like you're not on a set And it just has a modern look That people can't quite Put their finger on it But they're like Oh your portfolio looks different So it just has like A, a different look and, and it's kind of given me a reputation As like people will see a headshot And they'll be like Oh that Megan did that So, so when it comes
1: to natural light uh, You just have a window That you're working off of Are you using any sort yeah. of a Scrim or anything uh, To modify that light at all or is just the sun coming in the window?
2: Yes, yeah, about a six foot uh, wide window and maybe uh, four feet tall. It's north facing, and I put curtains over it for diffusion. And if I want to make the light more dramatic, I have a darkening curtain so I can just let a sliver of light come in. Um, I can put a gobo on the bottom half if I want it to come from above. So I have a lot of control. Um, but it just doesn't feel like a set. You know, it's not like here's a light stand, here's a light in my face. So it feels like you're walking into, you know, a beautiful room. So I think women like that as well.
0: I think that anybody, if they were to go to your website, which is what now?
2: com.
0: Okay, M-E-G-A-N-D-I-P-I-E-R-O.com, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Megan, and if you were to check her workout, and you, the proof is in the pudding. I remember the first time, and I actually met Megan when I was teaching a headshot seminar over in Fort Myers for their local PPA affiliate, and you are you still the president, or, or are you just? I am. Okay, mm-hmm. so Megan is the president of her local PPA affiliate, and so I give my presentation, and she comes up and like gives me her like little flyer, her card thing, yeah. and it has, and and she's just and very humble about it. She's like, "Hey, I just wanted to know what you think of my work," and I'm just looking at her stuff, and my mouth hanging open. I'm like, "Why the hell did you come to my class? Yeah. Like, you <laughs> could you, te- you could teach married. me a class." Like- <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so good, but it was so different, and it just got a. Really Really cool, clean look to it. There's no line that anybody who gets into the natural light versus strobe studio debate couldn't look at her work and say that it's not absolutely beautiful. And I can see it looks to me like it's worth what she's charging for. It, well, her
1: personal me? headshot is one of the best headshots I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of photographers have bad uh, have bad headshots. Who did yours? It was who? Did you do your own or that did was,
2: that was tomorrow night in Orlando? Mm-mm.
0: That was tomorrow yeah. night in Orlando. Yep. <laughs>
2: She came down, she did my headshots, so I did portrait for her and we so we did a swap.
0: Yeah, oh I thought you said tomorrow night, you mean Tamara night <laughs> <laughs> So I thought you were like, I'm coming to your place to do a headshot. I'm yeah, like, No, was, I'm, I'm i that, that would be the worst. I couldn't do your head shot. I don't know. No. I mean hate- <laughs> I hate shooting other photographers. Oh, I don't God, know how yes. you feel. It's like the worst thing. I don't
1: mind shooting another photographer's wedding, but a wedding photographer's wedding? Oh, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, do you do a lot of work for other photographers? I know there's a lot of us that sort of trade. Like, I've done family portraits and stuff for other photographers, but, like, just doing a one-on-one session with another photographer, I always get, like, the the flop sweats.
2: <sighs> no, it's fine. I do a lot of photographers' headshots and um You know, and and I think it's fun. I love it. It's like we talk shop. We, you know, we mess around. It's fun.
1: I want to go back to uh, what you said uh, when you first started talking about what you do. Mm. Because the work is fantastic. There's no doubt. And, 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 And worth the value. But some of the things that you said in there that I think are really touchstones for... Ah, this is how you justify what you charge. And this, is, and this is why a lot of women, I'm sure, would come to you. You talk about doing a consultation with them, going into their home, helping them pick out the outfits. I mean, that's the level of attention uh, that you're showing to them. And it's there, concierge service. Yeah, it's concierge service. Yeah. And there are so many women, and when it comes to having their picture taken, they are so scared of it to begin with. Oh, totally. And every little thing that you do extra helps to convince them that
0: you're going to make them look how much more of a difference have you seen since you started doing that in in the confidence of the clients and then coming into your your studio for sessions?
2: oh yeah it's i mean without that i don't know that i could do what i do because every step is created to make them more comfortable and i mean it's the process that gets the images so you know for example i started and i didn't used to go to their home to pick out clothes and people would come with the wrong things or you know like i hate patterns like you'll very very rarely see me post any picture with pattern if it's in studio because i feel like it's too distracting so um so what i found is no matter how many times i told them don't bring patterns they do it anyway because that's what we wear you know so um when i go to their home i can walk them through all the rules of you know this is why we do this and you know like i will always say form fitting form fitting and that way no one will show up with a boxy jacket because if you want to look slim and beautiful then having a boxy or bulky jacket is going to defeat that it's going to make you look wide and bigger and the camera perceives you to be the shape of your clothes so um so walking them through that and telling them the why of each thing that we're selecting and even like they'll go and they'll try something on i'll say okay that was good now do you have anything else in this color and then we'll kind of walk and look and and that really helps because sometimes too even on a hanger something can look appropriate or inappropriate and then when you try it on it looks different so that's a huge step to prepping them for their shoot and then it also gets them excited and gets them committed because when they have their clothes picked out they're ready there's like no excuse to cancel they have it and they're excited and then, um, when they come in the studio, starting with the hair makeup, that's another thing that I would never waive that because, like people will say, "Oh well, what if I don't need the makeup?" and I'm like, "Trust me, you need it because without it, you're gonna be washed up by the light, and you know the way that we apply makeup in person is different from how we would apply it for a camera, so we always do a lot of people will comment that. They love with my headshots, all the connection with the eyes. Like I really love to focus on women's expression and especially eye contact. So um, we will do a neutral lip and then a bold eye. And then that way, as a viewer, you'll instantly go to their eyes. So most women aren't very skilled with that. Most women will put on a brighter lipstick and downplay their eyes. So having that prep and just having the time to relax with the makeup artist is another step that gets them
1: you need you know, to
0: you, you need to slow down because I can't take notes fast. <laughs> that's something <laughs> I would have never wow. thought of. I got you know what I have a, I have a very important question. Mm-hmm. Do you give men when you photograph men? Because it seems like you lean more towards photographing women. Like that's your that's where it really especially the beauty portrait stuff. Like most men may yeah. not be into that. How do you prep differently with male subjects?
2: So a lot of times, um, actually, men don't hire me as much as women do because. I think when it comes to image, I mean, look at the industry. Like, look at the clothing industry. Even, like, Time magazine ran an article about um, this past week about uh, how cosmetic surgery procedures are going up. Like, women invest so much time and money in image that men, I think, haven't caught that train yet. I think they should, but they haven't. And so, um, and there are some things yeah, we that... we just
0: grow beards to cover our ugly yeah, faces.
2: Yeah, <laughs> But even growing a beard, I mean, at least that's a fashion choice, so I appreciate that. Well, but- <laughs> thank you. That
0: means a lot to me coming from you.
2: <laughs> but so I... um. I find that men, a lot of times, they'll look at the procedure I have. Is um, It's not fixed in stone. I can amend some things, but I don't like to. Um, but so when men hear, oh, wait, it's a three-hour session and... Um, you whoa, have- whoa, I- yeah. three yeah.
0: hours. Well, that includes the hair and makeup part. It
2: includes hair and makeup, okay.
0: yeah. All right. But you're talking a $2,000 average as well. Is that, a, is that oh, yeah. fairly accurate? I mean, let's not get crazy. We've got listeners all over the country right. and in other countries like your market is going to be different some people go hey that's crazy but the the fact of it is is that you're doing corporate business headshots individual portrait sessions with an average of two thousand dollars yeah i
1: wasn't saying three hours is too much time for me to spend on it as a photographer i was saying it was too much time for me to spend on it as a guy getting oh, his as a guy, oh heck no yeah yeah that's no. what i was saying but now of course yeah. with hair and makeup sure
2: yeah, and, and so we will leave, um, you know, I still like guys to have some prep with the makeup artist, even if it's just um, powder or sometimes a little light concealer or something like that. But, um, you know, very minimal, like 10 I minutes. I get into it. I think sure. I can yeah. get
0: to it. Yeah, I mean, I. why wouldn't I want to go and feel fabulous for a well, day? Well, back in the day, I do Gary. so little for me, Bure. Back, I do so little for you me. You do. I'm going to treat do myself. Do so treat yourself. Wear your
1: good Star Wars shirt Treat T-shirt. yourself,
0: Bure. I wear my collared Star Wars shirt. Yes, they
1: wear that one. <laughs> Button no. up. Uh, back in the day when I had headshots done, uh, when I was a mini celebrity and when you had to go have headshots done, there was makeup there. and they, they absolutely Did you had, have a yeah. stylist
0: for your mullet? There like was a mullet stylist. There was a
1: stylist. A mullet there stylist. A special stylist.
0: In the 80s, that had to be a specific profession you had to do like an extra thousand hours of cosmetology school to learn how to do the mullet (laughs) the mullet professional oh that's awesome okay so you've got uh this great business you're doing great averages and you're primarily doing these like individual portrait sessions so let me ask you about bringing clients into your business what is like the number one thing you're doing that's bringing new people uh into your business
2: well, when it comes to headshots, I'm kind of surprised by this, but it's SEO, which is weird to me, but it's really SEO because I always thought that was something that you do to accompany your marketing efforts. And I do a lot of marketing. I'm like, I network, you know, out of events, like at least two times a month. I have business partners that I work with, you know, to kind of help out, help out each other's best clients um i do charity auctions silent auctions work with nonprofits. i mean i'm all over the place i you know i advertise in magazine recently so i do a lot, a lot a lot but like no matter how much i do it's seo so that always shocks me um now i would say my best clients find me from kind of weird places like i had a client fly down from canada because she found me on pinterest so i was like okay and you know yeah and um and where else like weird places like that but for the most part people be like yeah i found you on google so i'm glad my seo is working
0: (laughs) now uh, when you say you're doing seo i think that everybody sort of has a broad layman's idea but are you doing it yourself do you do you pay a company to do it for you Uh, Um, how, how is it working for you
2: my husband is our studio manager, and he's actually transitioning away slightly, but he's going to stay in IT because I am not good at tech. So he is all over that. So I don't know exactly what he's doing, but I know he like meta tags <laughs> all the images. But and- you guys
0: are doing it kind of in house, is what I'm yeah, I'm definitely. It's no,
2: okay
1: because he probably doesn't really know what you're doing. Either. He doesn't.
2: <laughs> I know. So we in our own worlds. We even will like email each other across the house because he'll be in another room and I don't want to go stand up so yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> now you uh, that's that's another point that we can that totally resonates it's a reoccurring theme on the photobomb podcast is that working with your spouse yep. and so give me the give me the broad strokes on how you guys make that work
2: well, his job, which I don't like, but it, he has decided it's his job is he says no for everything immediately, so that when I say, "Oh, I have a brilliant idea," which is like twice a day, he'll say, "Nope, not going to do that." So, <laughs> so he's very much the pragmatic one, and <laughs> I'm like. The visionary and the dreamer and so um so he'll instantly say no and then what happens is I have to come back and you know regroup and be like okay was that a good idea or not and then if it's a a bad idea I'll just let it go but if it's a good idea I kind of you know bolster my uh, reinforcements and I come back and I'm like no I think we should do this like give it a day or a week and then I come back and so sometimes like I'll have to fight for things like for a couple weeks but um, if it's a really great idea it will get through so I like that he is not a yes man he is there to keep me in check he's
0: literally the opposite
1: (laughs) Yeah. my question is though the things that he checks you on Mm -hmm. is it straight up like is he a numbers guy or is it more or is it more artistic stuff like with my wife my wife will come to me and say, um, I think that uh, I, wanted, I want to get this thing for the business. And then I immediately go, how much is that going to cost? Well, it's going to cost uh-huh. $1,500. And how much are you going to make every time you use it? Well, I'm going to make this much. And how many times in a year do you think you're going to use it? And she'll tell me, "I'm okay, so if you buy that today, it's going to take you three years just to pay it off. Uh-huh. You know, that's, that's the way my head is. Are you talking about that sort of stuff? Or is it more where you're like, I want to get an airplane and take pictures of people with it. And he's like, no, that's not a good idea because the airplane pictures won't sell.
2: Yeah, it's, it's both. It's, um, definitely a numbers thing. Um, so like, you know, what, what things have I wanted lately? I don't know. I wanted to continuously and that took me like months to get. And I, I've been asking for a seventy to two hundred for like two years and I don't have that. And I've been asking for Macs for three years and I finally got a Mac and I'm working on my P C right now because I'm afraid of the tech transition. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> so he did approve that and I didn't actually follow through with that. Wait so that a minute, was,
1: yeah. wait a minute. He won't let you get a seventy to two hundred? No. That guy's got to go. He's got to he, go.
0: Divorce. <laughs> you got to divorce him. That guy's got to go.
2: That's the best lens in creation. What are, you, are
1: you kidding me? How, what do you mean he won't let you get a 70 to you 200? You heard it here
0: first, everybody. Megan DePiro is now <laughs> single. That's right. She's on the market, baby. Because
1: uh, <laughs> uh, Any man who won't let you get a 70 to 200, that's not a man you need to be with, Megan. Abso- he's not I'm empowering
0: say, you as you know, a woman. I, I thought
2: you were going to announce that, I, that it's official. Megan doesn't have a 70 to 200 because that's kind of like lame for a photographer. That is a,
0: embarrassing. It is embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know if everyone has me. a
1: 70 to 200. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not, but yes, but I bet you've got like what? I bet you got an 85 prime.
2: Yeah, I've got an 85. And well, there
1: you go. Well, if you've got an 85 prime yeah. and you're doing headshots and portraits, you don't need a 70 to 200.
0: Yeah. Well, still.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's because you love it. But the truth is, I don't have an 85 prime. And in Megan's world, she would look at me and go, "What? You I don't have an 85 prime? I How can an, you not have an 85, 85
0: prime? one 8. Yeah. See, I would yeah. love to have that lens, but it's I can't. Cheap. I can't really justify. Yeah. Three hundred bucks, and I like it better than the eighteen hundred dollar one. You know why? Because you're cheap. Because fifteen hundred dollars buys a lot lot of of booze. (laughs) You know how many PBRs that is? That's like four thousand PBRs. That's true. true. But if you've got a good,
1: if you've got a good eighty-five and you're doing what she's doing you don't necessarily totally need this. acceptable.
0: okay, so maybe he's not so bad, especially if you're in a in, in a camera room that's not enormous yeah. Do you know what I mean like yeah. I use a seventy two hundred in my small camera room, and sometimes like i'm my back is against the wall trying right. to get what I'm getting and I you know the eighty five is you can get a little bit closer it works a little bit better okay, so more questions for you, more okay. questions what I want to know you were talking about things that uh, battles that things that you've had to fight really hard for and you said you got the max and then the constant light the 70 to 200 what is your greatest victory what is your greatest victory that you've won over your husband in your business oh my
2: god wow that's hard um huh. well i can tell you a great victory that i haven't yet won but that i want to i want to do a um promo video and because i i do video also in my brand personally and so i love video and i want to have like a really awesome one like and hire someone else instead of me doing it myself so um so i found this filmmaker that i love 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 and he's incredible and i want to fly him down and have him do it but
1: um, <laughs> yeah yeah see right away huh? let me just be your husband for a minute <laughs> You know what Blu-ray's going to say? He said, we can buy the equipment and learn to do it cheaper. (laughs) Fly him down. The minute fly him down gets mentioned, I'm like, whoa, 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 baby. No, whoa. Fly him down? (laughs) How much money are you going to make because of the money you're about to spend? That's what I'm going to say.
0: I think that's hard to say. I think video is huge right now content-wise. Yeah. And it's changing more and more. Right. If you can create the right promotion material, especially if you do it and it really catches on, it could be huge. And you know what I saw the other day that I thought of you, which is really cool? I was on this photographer's website, um, and they, in their gallery, in their photo gallery, when you mm-hmm. click on the link for albums, it's it's actually a really well-produced video of someone. And you don't really see their face, but you just see them kind of from the chest level in their hands. And they sit down, and then they page through – a whole wedding album and it kind of get to see each page it's like sitting with a cup of coffee and and paging through the album you get to see the way the album looks and how the pages turn and and all that stuff. And I thought man, like, man, that's a really good idea. Like video can be so right. powerful Instead- Well for my
1: for my Destination Brides, I have a video just like that. Where I show the little album we make for Destination Brides and I show the whole thing under there in my hands. It's more of an informative. It's not what you're saying is is effect and, and, and yours is like one of those like, like here's the,
0: the album, here's what it looks like. The yeah. Burger King employee <laughs> training video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what mine
1: <laughs> looks like. Whereas what you're saying is there was much more mood to it. Yeah, is there no. mu Is there music? Uh, yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. So there, there m- is. music, yeah. But you know, this also goes back to something you said uh, in, the, in the last podcast, which you said this may be one of those things where some people, they go and they spend the money on something, and then that's their incentive to monetize it.
0: Absolutely, yeah. That's it.
1: If she spent the money on that video... I'll bet she would then figure out a way to make that video make money. Okay, for Okay, so
0: her. let me ask it. So your husband, as the studio manager, if you no, guys, no, no, we don't need her for this discussion. No, no <laughs> we're gonna. I'm gonna ask her. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Remember, Robert Trowick was like, "I'm waiting to get an edge word. It weren't an between you guys. Good luck." Okay. okay. So, what? How bad? How how long would you have to hear crap from him if you did this video and then kind of nothing happened as a result? Like, would, oh, would he hold it over you for the rest of your life?
2: yeah well i mean but it's not it's not gonna have like an roi it's not gonna be the kind of thing that's gonna be like oh wow that video booked someone it's just not it's gonna be like a piece of the whole like it's holistic you know like there's a lot of things i do that i don't see return on investment on like i mean no very rarely will people be like oh megan actually i lie i was about to say that no one loves that they get print. But that's actually a lie. Because my clients will fight me all day long. They're like, no, I don't need prints. Just give me the visuals, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I insist. And that's one thing that Eric like is like, why do we keep doing prints? Because they don't want it. But what happens is they come back afterwards. And then they have this like, any buyer's remorse they had is gone. And they like, well, actually like a bunch of my clients recently have been posting pictures of their packaged prints. Like, huh. Package from Megan DePiro came, you know, and they're like really excited, like it's like an unboxing kind of thing. That is
0: really cool to give somebody something physical to go home with. Even if they get the files, right? I I bet you they're gonna they're gonna pick those pictures up and they're gonna pour over those things over the next couple of years more than they'll ever find the file on their computer and open it up and look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that. It like I love the idea that you said that it you don't get buyer's remorse because when they look at their credit card statements like, what the hell did you spend $2,000 on? And then they go and they actually have these really beautiful fine art prints that you make for them. I think that's a really cool idea where it's just sort of included because not only does it give what you do more value, it also assumes that you know better than the client what they're going to value later on, what they're going to enjoy. Well, let me
1: ask you yeah. this, though. Do you also feel that occasionally you get the client who says okay i don't need prints and you're like well no it's included you know it's included and they're like but well, i don't want prints so either a i want a discount or b i'm going to feel like i'm paying for something that i don't want and that's a bad feeling
2: well i do it like this i say a print is 190 a digital is 190 a print plus digital is 190 and so what happens is um they'll say oh yeah i just needed the digital ah. and i'm like you know, it's the same price. So might as well throw it in because you're paying for it anyway. And then they're like, Oh, okay. No value. It's
0: value added. It's value. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a really, really awesome way to do that. And I, I bet you, you've probably got so many stories about like people just not realizing how much they were going to love them later on. You know, I think that's such a cool thing because, We've talked about the lost generation before, about how people aren't printing stuff and, and you know, what would happen if, fa- if Facebook goes down, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, where would all everybody's pictures be? And, yeah. uh, and I think that's, I think that's just awesome. One of those things we talk about all the time is trends and how things go backwards and forwards and they get more popular and less popular. And I really believe that there's a market for printed work and that it's only going to get stronger as time goes on. Cause this whole digital thing, you got to remember in social media, is still in its infancy. Right, It's yeah. still a new thing. This is what
1: makes us great, because I actually go in the opposite direction. Yeah, my, yeah, you, yeah. You, you always go more towards prints,
0: and I go more towards digital. I'm okay. See, most of my work is digital, Right. to be, to be fair. I do a lot of actor headshots and corporate headshots, and this has got me really kind of rethinking how I'm pricing things and how I'm packaging right. things, because ultimately the goal for me in the boutique side of my business is to shoot less and make more money right like isn't that the you could there that's a business model that's really appealing to me and i don't know and i think that megan is one of those people she's a young female i'm talking about it like you're not here megan a young female <laughs> photographer representative of what's going on in the photography industry but someone who is also forging a business model that you just look at and you go that's how it's done this is like it doesn't have to be this way photography isn't losing value you can still put something special into people's hands and still get paid really well for what you do. I think it's, I think it's fantastic.
1: My first instinct is Megan's husband, which is you're charging Mm -hmm. $190 for the digital file and the prints. And all they want is the digital file. You're just creating extra work for yourself. If they don't want the prints, why do you want to spend an hour or whatever, you know, getting those prints ordered and delivered and packaged? You're just wasting time that you could be spending doing something else. That's my first instinct. Yeah. Right. But that doesn't mean it's correct.
2: No, but it makes perfect sense. But like I just feel like I would not feel happy just giving people a digital and ultimately like I'll I'll call myself an artist before anything else. And so, you know Well luckily luckily let me say this
1: Luckily we also are fortunate in that printed products are not an extreme overhead cost for us no so you know we can provide those prints really it's a little bit of a time sink maybe you know we've got to order them up uh, and that sort of thing but the the image is already going to be retouched for the digital file anyway so it's really not that much of a time sink and it's not really that much of a cost sink either and if you think you're getting value from it on the back end and marketing etc and and client satisfaction it's actually pretty cheap in terms of what your return is Mm mm-hmm you know, it's not that, you know, getting, ordering 8x10s, not that expensive. And if it is at all making your clients feel like they got a better experience, that's a pretty, actually a pretty good rate of return on that investment.
0: Is it, I, to me, uh, Megan, it's one of those things where I really feel like that even the ones that say, okay, well, I'll take them, like you're, I, we do this all the time with our clients who, um, wedding clients that don't, that say, oh, we don't want a wedding album. And I'll go and I'll sell a wedding album to their parents. I don't need them. Somebody's going to get it. And then I have clients come back two, three years later and actually go, okay, I think we're ready because they've seen it. They've right. held it in their hands. Right. And yeah. it's like when you – it's like before you have kids and whatever stage of life you're in, whatever you get to, you look back and then you start to understand a little bit more like where your parents were coming from. And you, right. you know more about life, like you get a lot more. And I think that with those printed products, a lot of times it's like that. You don't realize how much they're going to mean to you 10 years down the road how much they're going to mean to your kids even or your spouse or you know because we're all going to leave somebody behind someday and like you don't know how much that's going to mean to somebody someday and that you can't put a price on it what do you tell me about wedding albums all the time it's like it's the only thing that you could sell that you couldn't buy it back from the client
1: right it's the only thing it's Uh, we're one of the few people who sell an item that actually increases in value as time goes on it mm. doesn't it doesn't depreciate because mm-hmm. if you sell them a wedding album for two thousand dollars, and if you came back ten years later and said, "I'll give you two thousand dollars for that wedding album," they wouldn't sell it to you. Unless they gambled all their money away. Right. <laughs> if you offered them, you could offer them five thousand dollars. They wouldn't take it. And thirty years from now, you could offer their kids ten thousand dollars, and there's no way in hell they would sell you their parents' wedding album. So mm-hmm. it actually increases in value.
0: It, it's a cool idea. I think that uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to be said for that. And I don't think. Do you find, uh, Megan? Now you have a um, a Facebook group, Photogs Rising, with uh, Megan DiPierro. Um And how many users are on that now? I think it's like twelve hundred yeah, you got it. she's rising with them and
2: I think it just started in what January or February, so
0: yeah, it's going and um I'm part of the group too, and I see all the time there's constant discussion and people sharing and lifting each other up. It's such a cool community if you're out there and you're interested. it's photogs rising with megan DePiro. and um and what was you just recently did like a thirty day challenge what was, what was that all about?
2: Oh, that was really fun. That was um, a productivity challenge. And so for every day, people had to post what they what they were committing to doing for productivity goals and progress goals. So I call productivity goals like that's your day to day must do like, oh, I have to call this client today, I have to ship this order, that kind of stuff. And then your progress goals are things that aren't urgent, but are important. And so that would be things like, um, oh, I have to create a new product menu, or I have to um, work on a new part of my portfolio, or something like that. And so I think it's really important to have goals for both of those, because we can easily get swept away with the urgent and forget about the important. So um, every every day, people were waking up in the morning and putting their goals, and um, it was really awesome. I think people, at the end of the month, we had everyone shared what they learned, and I think it really like opened eyes and it busted butts and everyone really grew from it so oh my god what happened to my voice <laughs> that's so
0: that, i think that that's really cool it's it's there's so much in our industry of people being ne- there's so much negativity i think in any profession especially when you're dealing with the creative types that there's a lot of negativity because we're basically all insecure messes but yes to have a <laughs> to have a community um one of the opportunities we have as social media is that community where people are lifting each other up it's such a really cool positive thing and I, i'm actually uh happy to be a part of it too i think it's really neat sure i'm a part and uh, what I'm really most excited about is that uh, Megan's going to post this episode on the uh, on the Facebook group. <laughs> it's all about us. So, hey, uh, we are wrapping things up, and I just want to take the opportunity to thank you for spending time with us and giving us so much of yourself. You're such a generous teacher, and it's really cool to have you on the show.
2: Thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: Anytime. So if you want to see more of uh, Megan and her stuff, go to www. M e g a n d i p i e r o, megandipiero dot com, or go on Facebook to uh, Photogs Rising yep. with Megan Depiro, and you can. Uh get more there. So, uh, Boo Ray, uh, anything else going on that we need to mention? Uh, Well, do you want to mention Creative Line? That's right. August 10th and 11th, I will be doing a two-day class on uh, corporate headshots that I pray to God Megan doesn't tune into. (laughs) (laughs) And the uh, week before that, uh, at the uh, International Print Competition for the Professional
1: Photographers Association of America, they will be live streaming that competition on the web, and they will also be uh, doing several webcasts uh, throughout the four days of the event. Starring Boo Ray Perry. They will be hosted by me. I wouldn't say starring, but it will be hosted by me. be interviewing judges and doing live streaming and critiques and we'll be having questions come in the whole nine yards so if you are at all interested in competing in the ipc or if you are competing in the ipc and plan on watching some of the judging be sure and tune in and send us some questions and say
0: hello and come and hang out with us at focus 2015 at the florida hotel in orlando august 29th 30th and 31st for more information on that go to www.ruinfocus.com Com. You can send us questions at photobombpodcast.com,
1: uh, well I'm sorry questions at and you can check us out online at photobombpodcast.com. and of course we are on Facebook my website is com, and Gary's is hughesfioretti.com. Very good We will see you next time see yeah. you later <laughs>